Hey guys, welcome back to the Good Christian Podcast. This is episode 8 with Slava Mashkov, and we got to interview me today. We're talking about why, why I was offline for over a month and a half, what's going through, um, how to handle your emotions, um, what to say, what not to say if a person who's struggling through something in life. And there's a lot I wanted to say that I didn't get to say just because of the situation, the mindset I was in. You guys can hear it. You'll be able to see it. Hope you guys enjoy it. Please post comment reviews. And if you can share with somebody in need that can benefit from this podcast, go ahead. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Good Christian Podcast. If you guys the first time on here, you're going to realize that we try to stay away from being focused on the family. We try to focus more on experience and what people are going through. And normally, I would be interviewing other people who have gone through some kind of trial, struggle, tribulation, Christian, atheist, whatever. We focus on anybody. But for the last months, if you've been following us on Facebook, I have just been ice cold, no nothing. And that is why I'm here to talk about today, what happened. Now, since I know Remediate, I'm having a good friend of mine, Suzanne, mediate for me. If you want to say hi. Hello. And you don't have to say your last name. You can be famous <laughs> if you want. This is your chance. The time to shine for the world. That's all right. We can just go with Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne. Yeah. So um, I asked Suzanne. I said, Suzanne, can you help mediate uh, a topic we want to talk about? And I'm going to talk about what I experienced in the last two months and hopefully it'll help somebody out. And I, I, I thought uh, the best way to title or name it would be called that. I just literally said, you know what? I'm going to call it God can't be your everything or God isn't your everything. And just to get you guys started, Suzanne doesn't know anything about what happened either, so she's going to be in here, and she hopefully will be asking good questions to help you guys really dig deep and really see what happened, what's really going on. So around May-ish, um, I started dating this girl. Uh, she was, I, uh, I broke off another girl and pretty much started dating this girl, and it was just like, I mean, if you could, exp- if you were to explain to somebody, man, like, at the moment, like, Slav, what's it like? I'd be like, man, this is the best relationship I've ever experienced in my life. It was so simple. We just clicked. We did things. You know, me, I knew her her brother really well. So that's how we, that's how we actually met originally. And, um, and then we started hanging out. And her mom loved me. You know, her dad loved me. Like, it was just this perfect, like, not perfect relationship. Those just things. But, like, man, we just had a good time. Especially going from one relationship to this one. It's kind of like... Everything clicks. Everything works. I just, I remember just sitting back and just thinking like, man, God, like this is insane just to meet a person like this. Just the some randomness of it and just it all coming together. And we had, we had a fabulous time. I started a journal for her while we were dating. Just like write down things we we're doing. And then I was going to give it to her like a couple months later and stuff. Just celebrate. And things were going really good, really great. My friends knew about it. You know, I was really open to what's going on. And then like... Towards that, and then like in June, uh, we went to a trip to Toronto. We had a fabulous time there. We came back, and she's going out to, she's going out of state for vacation for a week. And she left. You know, she was gone. I was hanging out with parents doing stuff. She came back, and then we hang out Sunday, having a great time in the morning. And then she leaves for a concert, and the following day at work Monday, I get a phone call from her. She's like, "Hey, Slav, I need to talk." She goes. Um, Pretty much long story short, she goes, I don't think this is, I don't, I don't know uh, what I want to do with this relationship. And so, yeah, I mean, she's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I need time to think about things. Mm-hmm. And 
at first, you know, at first it's the truth. At first, you're like, oh, everything's gonna work out. Everything's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Like you look at everything, it's like everything's perfect. But then, like you get, you um, you know, you wait a week and you're trying to hold, you wait two weeks and you're trying to hold on. And then you know what I mean? And I mean, like there's a little more to it. Um, she was unfaithful. I guess it's best they put. Her. I don't want to really put her down because she is an awesome person. I, re- I have a lot of respect for her. But I guess she just, you know, what I mean, she, I guess she was like just basic too. She's just unfaithful, and she admitted it and stuff like that. And even through that, I was like, it's okay. I forgive you. you know what I mean, we can make things work if you're willing to work. And like for two weeks, you know, I'm, I'm a positive guy. I'm optimistic. I'm like, oh no, it's gonna work out. It's gonna be great. And then by like the third week, you know, you start to like reality starts setting. And like, dude, hey man, this might not work. And by fourth week. You just really start to realize, man, like, what if this is the dead end? And then, like, you know what I mean? You come to this conclusion where, like, you're looking back at the relationship, all the things you're doing, you're kind of like, how could it happen? Like, how could something go back so fast? You know what I mean? And I just hit, like, an all-time low. Uh, I remember one night where uh, the house just... Ch- I remember one night I was at the house after this all happened, like, third week or four- fourth weekish. And I remember laying in bed, and I just felt like this loneliness. And it's not like I didn't have friends. I've, I have some really good friends. It's not like I'm not praying and stuff and doing things. It's not anything like that. Like, there's people I can call to hang out with. But it's like you just have, like, this no drive or desire to one day. And you just feel, like, lonely slash alone. And it was just, like, this experience that I wish I, I wish I could say I want everybody to experience, honestly, and, like, experience this feeling of loneliness because through that you learn so much about, like, just how crappy life is, and um, and then like, um, and so through this whole process, man, it was just like such a. It's just like you know, what I mean, you get this like expectation of things to be great, and then it just drops. Mm-hmm. And like, what well, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I stopped writing in the journal because I kept writing in the journal even when this thing was going on. Like you know, and like you read this journal, I'm all like, oh, it's gonna work out, it's gonna be fine. And I fi- I just I like did my last entry in the journal and I turned it into a book and I gave it to her it was like the last thing I did for her I said look I said I wish you the best you know what yeah. I mean? and I gave it to her I just like was like I hope you know what I mean like whatever path you go in life mm-hmm. that you find love joy and peace and just like two weeks ago I uh, I was driving up to Canton to visit a family they're a really good family I like respect them a lot and it was the same road we took when we went to our vacation to Toronto mm-hmm. and all I remember was I'm just like crying for like mm-hmm. the first 60 some 80 miles mm-hmm. I'm literally just sitting in my car crying because this is the same exact road we took up mm-hmm. to like this. It was just such a good mm-hmm. time. It's like this, like, you just like, it's just this low, it's just like, you realize like, you're not lonely, but like, man, at one moment in time, this was like somebody was here and it was mm-hmm. a good experience and now it's kind of like just me driving up and I wanted to do it. I knew I was going to go through this drive. I knew it was going to suck, but I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just go through this drive. You know what I mean? If you need to cry, cry, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. And this brings me to a point, um, uh, Through this experience, you know, I mean, you just, I just learned so much about, not my, not even myself, but just about, like, just, just a quick background. I used to be a type of guy, and I remember this, a year ago, a year and a half ago, there was this girl in church, and she, her boyfriend broke over her, and they were dating for a while, I think over a year, and it's been, like, six months, and she was down there, and I seen her, and I just, and I just hammered her for, like, facts, information, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on with you? She goes, she goes, stuff, he goes, you don't understand, I'm like, look. Long story short, I go, move on. The dude doesn't like you. You know what I mean? Get mm. the point. Move mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? You're a smart girl. You figure out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just kind of like all this, like, this is the truth. This is yeah. what it is. And you know what I mean? This is what it is. And I remember 
I seen, I see, I remember like going through this like two weeks ago. I saw her and I just went up to her and I just apologized. I said, look, mm-hmm. I said, I was an a-hole. I was just a total, total dick the way I responded. I just said, no, I asked for an apology. And she, you know, she was like, hey, it's fine. You know I mean? But like, you like, you just really like, yeah, you use certain situations and you just, you just have like a deeper understanding. Like mm-hmm. my one friend went through a divorce. And I was just dating a girl for a little bit of time, and this is this bad. Like, think about, like, having somebody you're with, and you totally trust them, and you rely on them, and then you, you like, you're in it together, and then they're just, like, turn around on you, man. So, like, mm-hmm. if any of you guys in this podcast is to it, this is not what we normally do, but mm-hmm. if you know somebody who's going through this, don't do this. If you're a Christian, especially, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't go up to them and quote Bible verses. Yeah, don't simplify anything that someone's going through. Like, don't, don't think, like, oh, just get over it or grow up or just, yeah, like, be right. compassionate and be, be kind. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, yes, there's truth in, in facts. There's truth in the Bible, but, like, if somebody's kids dies, you don't go to the next day and be like, oh, yeah, all things work out for the good and God loves them. I mean, like, people don't hear that. If somebody's just, like, you know what I mean, in, like, in a low place, mm-hmm. don't quote Bible verses. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, just be there for them. Yeah, like, like I remember my good friend. Uh, I was at work, and like he knows it pretty well. We'd always talk about it, and I was like, for the because the first two weeks I was holding it in good, you know, because I was like, oh, it's gonna work out. And like by fourth week, I was just out. And I told him like at the end of the second week, I said, hey, look, I said, my my girlfriend did this, and we're still together. And then I broke it off her because I was like, you know what? If she can't make her mind up, I'll just break it off. You know what I mean? And. You know what I mean? And I just remember him one day I was working and he comes out and he just brings like this cup of like, um, just like a milkshake because he knows I'm like trying not to eat sugar and stuff. He goes, Slive, he's like, look, he goes, um, I know you're not trying to eat sugar and stuff, but here's a milkshake. He's like, you know, hope everything goes good, man. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like there's more in that yeah. than in like, people like telling you stuff because I remember it was like, oh, I told a couple people like, oh, yeah, you know, God's good, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Maybe it's not a God. It's a God's plan. It's like, what the what the hell is that? Like, why would you? Why would you like? I don't know. Just mm-hmm. like and like, just like a little kind, just like that. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. If if somebody right now listen to this and they're experiencing something like this, I wish I could just give you a cup of coffee mm. or like a yeah. like a muffin and say, hey man, <laughs> or find out what you really like yeah. <laughs> and that you're really not trying to have and be like, hey man, here you go, bro. I know I'm you're. <laughs> yeah, like I know you're trying to lose weight and this hard thing. Here's a butter stick. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like do that yeah. like yeah or like just like even come up there and tell them like hey man um i don't know what's going on but if you want to talk i'm here like stuff mm-hmm. like that i mean i think we as christians we're like mm-hmm. and i'm maybe maybe i'm just being really generalized but like man we're so like because this is this was me this was me like mm-hmm. six months ago mm-hmm. I remember I was in the prayer house. Guy came up and his wife was cheating on him, and he had two kids. And I'm all like, "We'll just move on." You know what I mean? Like, you know, blah blah blah. Long story short, I'm like, it could be worse than that. And I look back, I'm like, Jesus, like, what the hell did I do to that guy? Like, yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Like, yeah, that must have been just super devastating for him to just, yeah, go through that. Yeah, and like, another thing was like, uh, through this whole experience, you know, what I mean, I was, I just raw dogged it. Um, I was like, you know what? I said, um, I'm not like, it was, it was, it was like, it was, if you guys, if somebody's audience going through this, you probably like, 
it's just this like this amazing loneliness because like everybody's there but you're just not there you don't care you don't like have a desire to eat food you don't have a desire to go out you don't really care about nothing you don't even have a desire to sleep you just like lay in bed and the whole entire time you're just like you're so hopeful it's gonna work out but yet like you know deep down inside like is it really gonna work out and you're just like you know what i mean it's like and when I was doing this, I was like, you know what? I said, I'm going to raw dog it. I'm not going to try to, like, substitute it with any kind of drug or alcohol or anything. Or even just, like, going out and just, like, you know what I mean? Just getting away. I'm just going to, you know what I mean, enjoy this really, really shitty experience. I'm just going to let it, you know what I mean? Let it soak in and mm-hmm. just, just live it out. Like, experience it. Like, experience the pain. Experience the, like, um... Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really betrayal, but experience the, like, um, this expectation that totally didn't come through. And just, like, and it was just, like, it was hard. It's, it was really hard because, like, man, it's so simple. It's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, and so, like, f- for two months, we've just been, like, this experience. we just kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was just, it's been really rough. And. So what would you say, like, is something, like, going through this, what would be something that, like, like, other than the milkshake, but, like, what's something, that, like, that you wish somebody else would have done or something that you wish something, you wish that they would have done or said or, um, and maybe that's hard because you're still kind of Yeah, <laughs> in and it, here's but. the thing, like, like, right now, it's not like I've, like, I've done, like, I've got over it, the right. hump. Right, you're still I'm still getting over it. Like yeah. it's not like I'm like, oh hey, like you know what? Hey, look, I just I had cancer and I overcome it. I'm like, no, I have. It's still something I'm processing and I'm getting out of. And that's why I wanted to record. I was like, man, I'm kind of still in this funk of just kind of like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just, yeah. I mean, if you know. There's really nothing to say. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like oh, it's like what do you say to somebody that is going through something hard? Like right. you just, you just be there for them, and you just love them, and you just right. pray for them, and yeah, and 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 wish the best for them, and just just be there and go go the extra mile if you know what that is. Like if you know what that is that they would appreciate or or feel special about, go that extra mile. But like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. And you know what? This 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 is why I titled the thing, um, God Can't Be Your Everything. That's why I was like, you know what? That's what I'd call it. Because, like, I had somebody come up to me, a couple people come to me and say, oh, you know what? Focus on God. God, 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 God's everything. God, God should be your everything. And I'm like, this guy, I wanted to, like, I didn't want to punch him in the face, but I was like, you're a douche. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you're an asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this doesn't even make any sense. And here's what I mean. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to get, like, all biblical on you, but like, okay, let's use let's just use common logic. If God is everything you need, why did Adam? Why what was the problem with Adam? <coughs> Sorry, yeah, that's fine. If like, what was the problem with Adam? What what? I mean, he was in paradise. It was heaven. You know, I mean, it was like, oh, Garden of Eden was heaven. He had everything he wanted. He even had God communicate with twenty four. Like God was there with him. Yeah, and even in a place of just everything, he's like, God's like this guy is just. He's not, he's missing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, even at that moment. And then you have guys like Paul, he's sitting in prison. And because, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not saying like, I read the Bible all the time, but I read the Bible and like, I try to like, stay focused on what's going on. And he's in prison. I think it was St. Corinthians. 
and he's like, I was in great despair, and I was losing, just just losing hope. And this is like the great, like I wrote, like what a third of the Bible, of the New Testament, even more. And he's like, he's down on himself. And you know what he says? He didn't say, oh, you know what I mean? God got like, God was all I needed in prison. He said, and then Timothy came to my aid, mm-hmm. and he encouraged me, and and he lifted my spirit up with the good news that he brought me. Do you know what I mean? And even yeah. Jesus, like. He's about to go on the cross. You know, it's just time to shine for him. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the disciples at the garden. He's like, look, guys, just stay up and pray. Yeah. And then he goes out. He comes back and they're asleep. And he was just like really upset. He's like, man, he's like, you guys can't even like be mm-hmm. there for me. Yeah. And like, this is like, there's like one verse in the Bible where Jesus sees somebody die. And it says like, Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. And he wept. You know what I mean? And everybody, and like for me, it's like now looking back at it, I don't think he wept because the person died. Like, okay, person dies, big deal, I'm God, listen. I think he wept because he realized, like, dude, these humans really need, like, they really care for each other. Mm. They really have this, like, they really, like, want to be around each other and need mm. each other. And, like, yeah, so what, heaven's great, you're in the fraternity. Mm. But here and now, they're, like, they have such a bond, such a connection, mm. where they they need to be together. Mm. And, like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, mis- like the, the mystery of the the body of Christ, like, like, you need each other, and, um, yeah, like, I think, I think a lot of people like to be independent, and like to, to figure out, like, to get, that's, it's a big thing of just, like, you know, be debt-free, and be, you know, all these things, which are all good, but it's all, it's like trying to do it in your own effort, in your own strength but you like you need people like you need right. you need family you need community you need the body of christ and especially yeah hardcore yes yeah and so and that's kind of so it's kind of like it's probably like splitting hairs but like if you're like well god isn't your everything and yet like if you need like the body of christ like that is god like but yeah that's probably the same difference but like yeah you need you need god to show up in flesh and blood you need God to show up in, wor- like, spoken words <laughs> right. and in friendship. And and yet, why, like, why God chooses to do that through us, like, when we're just, like, I thought about that, too. I was talking, I was like, God, like, why, why don't you just come in and fix this? Like, you're all powerful. You're able to do this. Right. Why do you need me to go bless somebody? Why do you need me to bring, like, healing or an encouragement word or anything good to anybody? And... For some reason, he wants to do it with us. Like, he doesn't want to just come in and, like, fix it all and just be like, all of a sudden, everything is magic. It's all better. You know, like, he wants to heal it through our hands. But, like, he doesn't want us to do, like, to try to, like, do it. Well, obviously, we can't, like, heal anybody or bring any good. He's the one who does it, but he wants to do it through us. It's, like, this, like, amazing, amazing mystery of God wanting to be close and God wanting to be just like like relationship like he wants like family like closeness I don't know what other words to really use other than just like he wants to be involved in healing the brokenhearted and he wants to be involved in like joy in every day and like you know and just like And like doing life. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. If somebody comes up to you and they say, God's everything you need, tell them, why don't you just go live on an island with a Bible? 
you know, if God's everything you need, why why is it in heaven that we're, it's not just you and God and a billion a gazillion universes is just God and the one person? Yeah. Why is it in heaven that all people are together with God? Like it's just kind of like. <laughs> he created family. That's actually I love how in Romans it says like the the visible things or the the invisible things of God are clearly made manifest by the visible things that we see. So like everything that we see and experience and it all points to the invisible attributes of God that we can't see. So it's like why did like yeah, God could have just made Adam. <laughs> he could have just had just Adam. Just and been great friends with him. But like he created it, he wanted it to multiply and he wanted there to be relationship. Like like just the way we see that in the natural, like that is actually how God is created. Like that is who God is. Um which is really cool, actually, because love multiplies and love grows. Like, love can't be selfish. Like, love can't just be, like, you know, all me and nobody else. The nature of love is to want the best for someone else and right. do all that you can to see that person grow and do all you can to see that person multiply and do all you can to see that person be happy and, like, and being involved in that whole process. And that's just, like... That's who God is. You know, it says God is love. Right. And yeah, but the thing is, like, um, this may sound weird, but like, the only reason, the only reason why people say God's love is all you need, is because they have other people around them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really think about, it, the only reason why somebody could say, well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Christ's all I need. Is because he has other people to say it to, and other people around him. Right. Mm-hmm. Christ, right. all you need, be by be be alone with, right. and see if Christ is all you need. You gotta right. really start to feel like a disconnect from like, yeah, the Christian body, man. And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, because they probably have all they need. <laughs> yeah, because like there's this like, and like, look, if you're like honestly like, if you're going through this, if you're like, man, like, break up, or I mean. God forbid divorce, that's got to be like the closest thing to like experiencing hell, you know what I mean? Or like you're going through some strategy, or you know somebody's going through something, don't t- don't say shit, just don't say nothing. Like, just be there, I mean like, I wish I could explain to like, you don't need, to give him a hug, you know? Mm-hmm. Let him know like, hey look man, um, yeah. that's, that's like the most powerful thing you could do in that moment, yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's and it's yeah. like and, and here's the thing. It's like it, it like right now and the reason why it's like right now even for me it's like still kind of because it's kind of like you know I want to move on. I want to move forward, but I know like just how like I I, I for some reason I seem to just focus on the positive aspects of everything, mm. and like even though she was unfaithful, that's a huge red flag. Like anybody, any person of common sense be like, well, Slav, you know, if a person's unfaithful, that's a sign of leave. You know I mean, even I would be like, yeah, you're correct. But it doesn't matter because when you're that person who's in that relationship and they're unfaithful, you're not thinking that. It kind of, all I'm focusing on is like all the positive things, mm-hmm. all the good things about man. Yeah. Just the times we spent together, just doing things, just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the things we had, we could connect with and relate to and all the things, you know what I mean, that we, all the little stupid, like little knacks, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that we just had like, th- get, like with each other. Mm-hmm. And just like, yeah. Did I do, did I make did I make the wise decision to break out for it and move on? You know, logically, yes. 
You know what I mean? But does that mean that the pain's not there? Hell no, the pain's still there. Does that mean that, like, you, you all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, that's the right decision, and everything goes away? No, and it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, and it's crazy, because my one friend, when I, when I broke up with him, my one friend called me, he goes, Slav, how you doing? I said, bro, I said, I'm just lonely, man. Uh, I said, I'm just lonely right now. We're at the prayer house, and he's dating this girl. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, man, I just, I just, I just don't care for anything right now. I just want to, like... Just be alone. Like, I don't want to be alone, but I just mm. don't want to be, like, yeah, trying to do something. Because I don't... F- and you know what? Two weeks later, his girlfriend breaks up with him. Mm. And I invited him over to a movie night. And he came over. And he goes up to me and goes, Slav, he's like, you know what? He goes, I think I know what you meant now when you said you, you just wanted to be alone. Like, this loneliness. And, like, you just feel alone. I said, yeah, bro. I said, look. I said, you know what I told him? I said, I just gave him a big-ass hug. I said, I'm sorry, man. Like, that sucks, man. Because he's a good guy. I know him. And I knew her. And, like, I was like, mm-hmm. that sucks, man. I said, you know what I mean? I said, do whatever you got to do to get by, man. Get by. If you need to call, talk to me, whatever. I said, like, mm-hmm. but I'm so, I'm sorry, man. Like, that, you know what I mean? It's just, like, a really crappy experience, I said. And uh, and he told me, he's like, he just, like, he drove to the parking lot. He just had no motivation to do anything. He just sat there, just sat in the parking lot staring at the light. Mm-hmm crazy and i'm just like man i i, I could relate to him mm-hmm. and normally i'd bash him with oh dude you know what it could be worse she, you can, i was like dude you know what i'm sorry man and yeah yeah and so but like here's the thing now people are like well but the bible said god's this and that god's everything blah blah god blah blah i'll put it this way this 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 i can agree with if somebody comes up and says god is everything you need i'll punch him in the face but if somebody comes up and says, God will provide everything you need, I can be like, yeah, I can resonate with that. Mm. Mm. God can't be your, he can't be your source, he can't be your everything. Like, there's like so many things he just cannot, he just can't do because he's God, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, he has other means of doing it, he provides it through other ways. But he, but like, God provides these ways. Mm. Like, um, how do I put it? Like, okay, God. you need money, God can't be money. But God can provide finance through somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need somebody. You need comfort. Could God comfort you? Yes. But majority of the times, I feel like it's our human's job. To, it's like it's your job as a person to notice this. And so instead of asking God, you know what I mean? Um, like instead of like being like, oh, you know what I mean? How do I, God, break through in this place? That is not. Why don't you go out and provide for somebody? Mm. Whether it's helping hand, mm. financial, some, or anything. Just like, why don't you just... Mm-hmm. Even sitting there with them while they're just like going through it, man, just like that's huge. That like yeah, I don't know. Good. Yeah, it's really good. And if you're gonna say anything like, if you want to say anything <laughs> Christianese to them, it's better to like don't say anything and just go pray for them. Like if you're gonna, if you feel anything like that, like just go get in your closet. Yeah. And pray for them. I would eat. I would eat. Like, don't even pray for them in front of them. Just like. Oh no! Spend, yeah. Yeah. No, don't. Just, no. Just don't go. Be that. If you like, if you feel like there's something that oh they should, they should just know this or they should like God just needs to show them this. Just don't even like say that to them. Go go pray that God will reveal that to them, and like. He's because he's gonna show that like he's gonna show them he's you know they're his son or daughter he cares about them and he's gonna reveal it to them in the way that they will know and like like unless the Holy Spirit puts something compassionate on your heart but like everything that God like anytime you're going to um, speak something to somebody it, God is always going to be 
encouraging and uplifting. Like he's never going to put someone down. Right. You know, it's it's always going to be even if it is a rebuke, it's it's a re- restorative re- like uh restoration in it. And it's like cuz grace doesn't say you know, you need to do this, but like you need to do it. Like this is this is the way it's supposed to be done, but you have to do it. I'm not going to help you. Like Grace actually comes in as like, here, I'm going to like take your hand and like actually do this and help you do it. Like we're actually going to get it done together. <laughs> but right. the law is like, you know, you did this wrong, but you have to fix it. You know, but, but, and, and so we need to communicate that way when we're like, yeah, when we're talking to people and just, and, and not be, not be, not put demands on people. Only, only be a help, only be an encouragement and right. lift them up. Yeah. I mean, and I mean. I mean, I wish I honestly, like, the guys that listen to this podcast and to follow us on Facebook, if you're going through this, I wish you lived nearby, because I'd literally just be like, go out and buy you coffee or something. Just be like, hey, man, go grab a coffee. I wish I could just do that, like, just give you coffee. Just be like, you know what I mean? If you want to talk, I mean, call me. You know, I have, you know what I mean? And I have nothing to say, but, you know, I'm sorry this happened. Like, that's... Yeah. I think, what is that called? Like, empathy or sympathy? Yeah. What is the proper word for that? Yeah. Just yeah. like, man, be more empathetic, man. Yeah. And I'm knocking on myself because this was like six months ago to a year ago. I was that douchebag that run around and just like, you know what I mean? Like, roar, 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 roar. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to be some, you know, Bible thumping, this and that. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Speak Bible verses and this and that. And, like, and it's kind of like, man, like. And here's the thing, man. Here's another thing I want, I want to tell you guys. You know, this is just my, this is, this is like, this is just coming from me. I don't, first off, anything I say, 99% of it, I, you're 100% responsible for your life. I don't care if an angel from God comes down and says, go do this. You're responsible for whether you do it or not. So don't listen to my advice. Don't listen to Zan's advice and say, well, if he spoke, it's the truth. No, you're responsible. Because you know what? Things might come down and say things to you that might not be true. And if you follow through with it, you're the idiot. You know, I mean, if you don't check it out with people or with the community of friends you have, like, hey, I heard this or I seen this, don't be that idiot who fasts on an island by himself and thinks God's gonna miraculously like do something crazy in your life and hearing things, hmm. creating calls and stuff. Yeah. But man, I yeah. totally forgot what I was going what I was going with that. I just, now you're yeah, you're just encouraging people like if they're no matter where they're at, like. Yes, this is what I was gonna say. Okay. This is just my theory, and it could be totally false, and that's that's your fault for believing it. It's my fault for saying it, but your fault for believing it. So the only thing I think you th- you take to heaven with you is just your memories, because if you think about it, everything on earth is left. Like you know, what I mean, uh, you can't take cars, clothes, money, nothing. But when you get to heaven, you remember people and you remember things. Relationships, yeah. Yeah, you just remember your memories of what happened on earth. And so my thing is, don't, uh, how do I say it, like, don't run from failure, or don't run from hard times. If you're going through some shit, don't run from it. Try to find a way to embrace it. Try to find a way to kind of like, I want to say enjoy it, but to live it out. Because not everybody's going to be able to experience that. I have a friend of mine who's, he's my age, but like, uh, when he was like, when he was like 14, 15, he was an orphan in Russia, and he was in the army, 
and he fought in a war at age 15, you know what I mean, he almost died a couple times, and I was hanging out for a couple months ago, and it's like, I told him, I said, bro, I said, look, I said, this is an experience that so few people ever have, I said, it could shape you in a bad way, in a good way, but it's an experience you can keep, I will never be able to experience it, no, we're like majority of the people, mm. and I'm like, you know what I mean, so like, don't run from these experiences, try to embrace them, try to find the the good in it, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, is it crappy? Is it a horrible thing to go through? Whether it's like physical abuse, verbal abuse, you know, whatever it is, you know, anything. I mean, even if it's like substance abuse, you know what I mean? Just like, it's not who you are. It's, it's not, but it's like, it's something that's, that was a part of your experience in life. Mm-hmm. Try to like, uh, like not embrace and say like, this is who I am, but try to embrace and say like, this is, this is, this is the thing I get to carry with me for life an experience I could share with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that's why I'm on the mic here, cause like this is an experience I want to share with people. It's like, man, I mean, it's such a stupid little thing. It's not even crazy. Like people, some of you guys probably listening to this have been through hell of a lot worse than this, but it's still an experience, and it can shape you for positive or for the negative, and just try to find a way to use that to just like put put influence your life in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like and like you know what, with my ex girlfriend, like, do I still care about her? Hell yeah, do I miss her? Hell yeah, I miss her. Do you, do I think about her? Of course I do, you know what I mean? And that's just the reality of it, but you know what I mean? But at the same time, I have to realize, like, life has to move on, and you have to be, you have to just move forward knowing that, you know what I mean? Take the positive out of what, the, take the positive out of it, you know what I mean? And move forward, and embrace the next thing that's coming in your life. And that's kind of like why I'm here. It's like, I'm still getting out of it, it's still crappy. Maybe a couple months from now, you're gonna hear me all shining and stars and rainbows talking about how is it, you know what I mean? How I got through, but <laughs> don't don't hide from don't hide from your your crap. Mm. Be open with it and like be willing to just not like I can't. It's so weird to say the word embrace because it's not saying like, oh, if you like struggling with drugs, I'm not saying embrace like you're doing it, but it's kind of like when you're in the moment of whatever you're going through. Like, think about the moment and, like, I wouldn't say relish it, but realize that, like, this is a moment you're having in life. And this is your life. And this is it. Like, this is the moment. This is it. Like, and especially from painful times, try to, like, for, like, okay, here's a perfect example. Um, Two weeks ago at work, because I've been down for, like, two months, pretty much. Just been totally out of it. So one of the truck drivers that I unload for, he would always, like, just talk, shoot the shit, and have a good time. And he noticed something was wrong. And so he comes to me, he's like, yo, what's going on? It's a couple of weeks, blah, blah, you've been down. I said, yeah. So I got told him, like, hey, remember that girl I told you about? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, we broke it off and this and that. And, like, he was like, he goes, and he's like, he says something, then he says something about, like, yeah, come on. Like, he's like, if I'm free and stuff, come to my house, hang out with me. He's like, but I got to take care of my daughter. She's in a wheelchair or something like that. And then I'm like, well, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes, well, oh, then he tells me a story about his daughter. Like, this is, like, legitimately happened two weeks ago. He goes, um, Saturday night, he goes, me and my son picked up the Mustang, a car to repair, to restore. Sunday night, we call my daughter up, and we, like, rev the engine up because we got the engine started and running. Sunday, it's Monday morning. Monday morning, I'm at work, and I get a phone call, and it says, your daughter's in the hospital. And she's in college, he goes. And we fly out there, we get down there, and she had, he said, so yeah, she kind of, like, some kind of, like, um, like a stroke or like some kind of she had a fever and like it got into her spine and it just destroyed her like put her in a wheelchair like mentally like mentally like 
Like she, she wasn't the same person all overnight. And man, this guy, man, he was just like, he just seen the positive in it. And it's been like 13 years since it happened. And he's just kind of like, mm. embrace life, enjoy life, enjoy where you're at. You don't know. He's like, literally tomorrow you get a phone call and your kid, your kid who's in college, who's a straight A student, could be in a wheelchair the, the following week. You know what I mean? Mm. Not knowing how to stand or eat or walk or talk. And he has to relearn everything. Mm. Why am I saying that? I don't know, because that's how life is at times. Well, and like, the one thing that I heard somebody say was really encouraging to me. It was like, no matter, kind of like, um, when you go through something really hard, that almost like gives you, like, and because God is all about restoring, like, you almost, it's like, it's, it sounds weird to say, but it's almost like you qualify for more restoration, the dark, like the deeper or darker or like harder that it was like especially in God's heart and it's not saying that it, it, it absolutely it's not that God caused that in order to so that you can be more restored you know but like you have a story that nobody else has you, you have an experience that nobody else has and God can like heal and restore that even like the same way that you experienced like you experienced that loneliness, like you didn't know what that was right. before that experience. But now, like, like God can, like in that pro- in that process, no matter what that is, there's even there's like, because I, I I've seen people go through hard things, and I've seen God like restore them, and they come they they come out like in in a stronger and like more positive, right. you know. But it's a process that God heals them of, you know, and it's like something that He's doing. Um, but it almost qualifies you for like to come out stronger than what you were before, you know, in that, because versus if you never experienced that, you're not as strong in that area. So it's kind of like all, any weakness, you know, in your life, wherever, like you, like it's, it qualifies you for more grace. It's like that verse, like where sin abounded, grace did like super abound. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, and it's almost like God gave the law to increase sin (laughs) or increase the penalty of sin. So it's like made it so awful <laughs> that grace can like superabound, and it's it's it, yeah, it's 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 not that God gave the the clarifying thing is it's not that God gave the sin, and it's not that God did that to make like you know right. like to break something so that it can heal stronger. Like that's not that's not God, but He is so good that like He's all about into healing and about right. in our story. Yeah, and that's the thing, yeah. like um. With this whole entire situation happened, like, with, I mean, me and this girl, do I blame God for it? Absolutely not. I don't I don't think God is like this, this a-hole that sits on the throne. It's like, you know what? I'm going to push buttons and just see how far I can piss these people off and they <laughs> follow me. I don't, think he, I don't think he works like that. I think he's not up there going like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, look, his life's going great. Let me just tweak it and, like, you know what I mean? See what, because, like, who are his Paul's? Like, you know what I mean? God is not, does not test me. He's not a tester, man. You know what I mean? It's Satan who comes to tempt God. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. God comes to give life, give more abundantly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like another thing was like, um, in that moment, I was also like trying, finding like, man, I thought I was a pretty good boyfriend. You know what I mean? We all think that, you know what I mean, in any relationship. <laughs> but man, like, you start to wonder like, was what did I do wrong? Where did I fall short? And I remember when we went up to, like, when we started dating, I, I, um, I invested. I invest money, and I loaned out more money than I should have. 
I put myself in a negative. And like when we started dating, I remember I had loaned money out for my friend. I said, bro, I can't pay my bills this month because I just loaned out all my money. Like it was a lo- like I just really put myself in a dumb position, but it was going to be a good reward. And so I told her like we'll go we're going to go to Toronto. And when we went to Toronto, I remember like I like I remember just checking on my phone, make sure enough money like because I knew we'd make it there and back gas wise. But like we wanted like make sure she had food, to eat, do attractions and stuff. And there was this um. Toronto has that huge tower, the tower, what are you called? Like, it's this huge tower, and it takes the top, and, like, <coughs> yeah, if you guys, some kind of CV towers, yeah, it's a like massive tower, it's a radio tower, and, like, if you guys just look it up on the phone, and I remember going there, and I really want to go on the tower, because I'm afraid of heights, and I want to go with me, too, and when we get there, and the guy says the price, I'm like, we can't afford this, like, I could not afford to give her, like, to take her off there. And the waiting line was like an hour and a half, and I looked at her and said, "Hey, like, hey, do you want to do this?" And she, and she was like, sort like, and I was, I wasn't trying to talk her out, but I was kind of like, I'm like, I hope she says no, you know what I mean? And I mean, you know, we didn't, we didn't go on the tower. I mean, and then we came back again, and like, I know she wouldn't go on it, but I was like, man, I said, I really hope don't go on this tower because I, I can't afford it. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna, or like, you know what I mean? And so, it was, it was late the second time, and you know what I mean? Like, I just like. Something happened, like we we're like, oh, wait, let's just not do this, go somewhere else. So we got ice cream and stuff. And on the way back, we stopped at Niagara Falls, and it was like five times cheaper. So we went there. But I was like, and I think so. Like, man, maybe it's because you know, what I mean, like you like all of a sudden start questioning, like maybe like mm-hmm. was it because this, because of that, because this, because of that. Like, mm-hmm. was I the good person? Like, was I good enough? Did I provide everything that she needed? Because for me, like, there's mm-hmm. relate. I mean, this is just my opinion, and I mean relationships is if you're in a relationship with somebody the only reason why i think i would want the only reason why i'd want to be in a relationship with somebody is because i see where they're going in life i see what they want out of life and i'm going the same direction and so in a relationship for me it's kind of like i want to be with somebody that we're both going the same like we're both going to the same destination you know we have two ships we're going this we're going you know i mean we met at a harbor and I'm like, hey, I'm going to, you know, I mean, Honduras. And she goes, oh, I'm going to Honduras too. It's like, well, why not jump ship? With, let's follow my ship. You know I mean, let's go through the storm together. It'll be easier. That's how I see it. It's not so much like, oh, you wanted this? Well, I wanted this. Let's try to make it work and butt heads mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and it almost felt like that for her. It was like, it's like, like, it was good. She's like, oh, I want to be a nurse. I want to, you know I mean, travel. And I was kind of like, hey, that's great. I'm like, look, I'm definitely for that. You know what I mean? How can I help you achieve that and stuff? But, like, so you really start to, like... Analyze yourself. Yeah, like, hardcore. And then, like... But I knew, like... I just knew, like, I wasn't that... I, like, I just knew, like... I can't be that much of a shady boyfriend. Like, there's no way... And my friend was, like... And then, like, just, like, long we're talking about, he goes... Because, man, Slavi goes... Sometimes you have to understand that, you know what I mean? People do things that there's no rhyme or reason to. And, like... <clears throat> she never told me why... What happened happened... And she never really said, like, oh, Slav, I did it because of this. She wanted to, and that was, like, the one day I lost, I just lost, lost my crap. I told her, I said, I don't want to talk to you anymore, blah, blah, this and that. And so I never really knew what happened, why she did what she did. But at the same time, it's kind of like, would knowing help, you know? Yeah. At this point, not really, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Even knowing wouldn't help. 
choose that. It's pretty um. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty tough stuff to go through. If I hope I I I it's like it's like weird because I want people to experience it. Not because not because like I, it's not like I'm like oh I want you to have a shitty life. It's more like I want you to experience it because then you might not be such an a hole to people that are going through it. Or yeah, <coughs> yeah. Well, you share like. I think it's, I think it's cool that you share your story, like, cause like, yeah, and I and I think when people are just like, I guess everybody's personality is a little bit different, but like as a Christian, like, your default should be love. Your default should be compassion to people. Right. And um, yeah, if anything's ever coming out of your mouth that is just not rooted in love then it's probably more you <laughs> than God or you know, however what you think you're saying is God like if it's not rooted in love it's it can't it can't be if it's not building someone up if it's not lifting them out of where they are at if it's not encouraging them if it's not um, being a friend being kind yeah then it's more it's more you right and it's like that's so good like um so yeah like I don't blame God. I don't blame myself. And you know what? I honestly don't even know if I blame her. I don't even know if I'm like, oh, it's her fault. Because to me, it's like, you know, like, we all make mistakes. That's what it is. And like, like, like you just said, Suzanne, like, if you read the Bible, not that you do, because, you know, you're a good Christian, or you don't. <clears throat> There's a time where Peter, where God was on the cross, and God said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. It's pretty much like saying, you're going to not be a Christian, and you're going to deny it. And Peter did that, and then he went back to what he knew in life. You know what I mean? And like, so a lot of times when we when we screw up big time, we think we've sinned this ultimate sin, we go back to whatever our lifestyle was, whether it's drugs or porn or video games or movies or music, whatever it is, like we, whatever we default to before, we just we go back there. And Peter did that. He went back to fishing and just like being alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Jesus came back from the dead, you know, and... Um, they're fishing one day and they're catching the fish and some guy from the dock yells, did you guys catch anything? They go, no, we didn't. And then somebody goes, oh my gosh, that's Jesus. And you know what Jesus did? You know what Jesus was doing at the dock? You know what Jesus was doing at the shore? He wasn't sitting there waiting for them to come in so he can criticize them and tell them how shady of a people they are or tell them like, oh yeah, you totally, you know what I mean, you screwed up, you know what I mean, it's your fault. Even, even knowing that Peter totally denied him three times, not once, not twice, not three times, Jesus would have made him fish and bread. He goes, yeah. come on, Peter, let's sit down and eat some food. Like, he made him breakfast. Yeah, like that, that's what the hell I'm talking about. Like, eat, People screw up and, or like people are having bad days. Don't be like, oh, well, you know what, this and that. Mm-hmm. Do it, like I'm saying, like, give him a little breakfast, make him mm-hmm. sufficient. Like, oh, man. Yeah, like, he was more concerned. It was cool when he called, he's like, children. He actually called them children. Do you have any, f- did he, he didn't even say, do you, do you have any fish? He said, do you have any food? He was more concerned about them. And if they had something to eat, then he was about, like, like he was more concerned about their, like, their well-being <laughs> than, than anything else. And yeah, like, and he made, made them breakfast. And it wasn't just, like, it was, it was all, the fish was, all, it says the fish were on the coal, coals, like, it was, like, hot and ready to eat. <laughs> yeah, and that's what, like, and that's it, like, be that, 
Don't be a douchebag. Don't be a, don't be that guy who runs around quoting Bible verses and thinking that you're going to do good because you know this and that of the Bible and you can in your theology is so secure and this and that. You know, um Yeah, and so like if anybody's going like uh, like once again like if you're if you're running out of this and this is where you're at I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm I just I just, I'm truly sorry that you're going through this. Especially if you're like on the, how do I say it? <clears throat> if you're the person who had th- the wrong done unto them, like that mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, just I, I just I mean I mean I just I wish I mean I wish I, I that's it like I can't. I'm sorry, like, I just wish I was, I wish I could just be there, you know, buy you a coffee, you know, maybe, I don't know, go for a walk and not say shit and just have you talk. Or if you don't want to talk, just, you know, just sit there and have you just stare at the, whatever with you, you know what I mean? I wish I could just be there to just, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, hey, look, you're going through shit, but... I'll be there, like, I'm here, you know what I mean, and, you know, and just let you know that, I mean, not even let you know, just, just be there, because some things, you know, I don't know, man, so, I feel, and, sometimes I, I feel like, before I felt like, um, like, when you're thinking about someone, or you, you know, somebody's going through something really hard, um, and, you know, you're not really sure what to say, say to them um but just like if you you genuinely take time like if I genuinely take time and just like pray for them (laughs) a lot of times I feel like God like gives me compassion for them like and gives me like a heart for them or or even like um gives me encouragement even it's like I was like I don't even know what to say you know but like God gives me encouragement um, of something I could say, you know, and if I get an opportunity, right. like, you know, I say that, but, or even it's just a matter of just like praying that just like, wow, God, like you, you really do care for them. And like, this is actually what, like those declarations that would to sit, like to say that to that person might be hurtful at that time, but like what you can pray it to the Lord and be like, Lord, like, like you're, you're doing this and them or like you, like, you know, just like taking that to God rather than to the person. Cause that would be, right. you know, like it, because God, God, because there's like, there's not, there's more when someone's pray, like when you are praying to the Lord, there is, there's not just, it's not just fluff. Like there's got to be, there's got to be power behind. Like God is, God is, like he, he wants a relationship. Like he wants, and so like he's actually answering your prayer and there, and there, he's actually healing He's doing a ton of things. Like, you don't even know all that, like, he's doing, but he's, he's in the background, like, he's restoring and stuff, and you don't always have to say something to the person. Like, if God, God gives you something positive to say, absolutely, but, and, you know, follow, follow the Spirit in that, but, like, a lot of times it's just, we always say that. It's a cliche, like, support them in prayer, and it, to me, it's a cliche that I don't really, I don't care for unless you're actually going to do it. <laughs> I feel like a yeah. lot of people just say it, but it's like, if you're not doing it, 
don't even don't even tell me you're going to pray for me right. if you're not going to pray for me. <laughs> like, I can only say that if you, if you genuinely are. But I've I've had people genuinely tell like say I'm going to pray for you, and like I sense somebody was praying for me. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, and then there's other times that it's just like, okay, thank you. But right. <laughs> as you guys can tell, Suzanne's the more spiritual one here. She's going to heaven on 100 percent clean slate. She's the holy angel of God. I'm back here. Yeah. And here's the thing. And then the next step is so like. There comes a point, there came a point, like, maybe, like, a month and a half into it, where I was like, okay, I want to seek out help. Do you know what I mean? Like, at first, it's like, first, like, you don't want to be around anybody. You don't even want anybody to know that you are doing something that failed, especially as a man. And then it's like, you tell your closest friend, like, hey, shit went down, and I'm not in a good place. And then after that, a couple weeks, you're like, man, I need to do something. And then at that point, like... I was reaching out. I was like, hey, I remember the, the family in Canton. I remember messaging the mom there. I was like, I would just tell her, like, hey, can you just send me something positive? Like, in that case, dude, send positive. If somebody's, like, asking for it, do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and yeah. I remember she just, like, sent a message. There. It was, like, really insightful. Like, hey, hey this woman has, there's some wisdom here. You know? Thank you so much. And, like, mm-hmm. like, or say something. Can you remind me again? Like, that's different yeah. than just, like, oh, I'm just going to remind you whether you need it or not. Yeah. And yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, st- you know, I'm still going through it. Um, I still catch myself, you know what I mean? Because, like, the worst part... <laughs> so, like, um... You know, you just have all these videos on your phone and stuff, and you want to delete them, but then you don't. Because they're just good memories. They're just, like, good experiences. And, like, you have all these things... <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. I moved out of my house. I moved to a new house. And one of the reasons, one, one of the, like... That was one of the big reasons why I moved. I was like, I just want to be in a new place. And I'm not even divorced. I mean, the new place is better to get me wrong. But it's not like it was like just that alone. But Jesus, man, if you get divorced, oh my God, that's got to be... That's got to be literally hell on earth, in a sense. Yeah, but... So like... You know what, to be honest, I want to move on. And that's the thing. And will I move on? I, I for sure know I will. And it's a process. And I'm not rushing it. I'm not trying to. You know, I mean, just kind of like, oh yeah, it's next thing, move on to the next thing. It's like, you know what? Let me let me enjoy this process and grow from it. I feel like now the <laughs> enjoy isn't quite the right word, but I know. What you mean. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like for example, I like I started running. Embrace me. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, like I started running. Like I hate running. And you know what? I started running, and like pretty much like a month before relation. Actually, yeah, like a month before we started dating, I started running. And when we broke up, I just kept running, and I hated running. And it's like, even though you hate something, you know what I mean. And now I just ran seven miles for the first time in my life. Was it on Sunday? So proud of myself. But it's oh. like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. I, I hate running, but it's like, um, just enjoy the tough work. Enjoy the, the tough moments. Because, like, running, it sucks. There's tough moments. You just don't want to do it, but you still do it. I think in life, too, like, hey, if there's a tough moment, don't not run. Just keep running. You know what I mean? Because at one point, you'll hit seven miles. And after seven miles, it's probably, like, it's all cake work. For, like, after four miles, everything is just cake work. But if you stop, whatever, mm-hmm. that's a really horrible analogy to use for the situation. Forgive me, guys, <laughs> followers and friends and everybody listening. What's that called? Like, a second wind? Like... You get a second wind in running? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a running expert. I'm not... 
I'm not that guy. I just run because just to do something positive. Okay. Yeah, well, guys, I mean, um, I feel like I could ramble on for a while. Yeah, just this is not what we normally do. If this is your first time listening to this episode, I'm sorry. It's just more of just me rambling about an experience that sucked. If you guys want a message, whether you're on iTunes, oh, just a heads up, we're on iTunes now, we're on Google Play, SoundCloud, The Good Christian, no spaces, you can find us there. Um, leave a message, if you have a question, whatever, just leave something and we'll write back, we'll see We'll see how we can answer it. By we, it's just me technically by default. <laughs> so... Um, and you know what I mean? I just there's this there's this one song I heard today at work. My friend Zach Slav listened to this song, and I want to play the song. I mean, I can't. I won't play it on my phone, but I'll just put it into the audio cut clip, and you guys can listen to it while in the clip. You know what? Maybe I should just play it now because I can just cut this out and then add it if it yeah. sucked. Yeah, do it. So I want to find the song for you guys quick. What's it called? Um, the song is called coming back to a man so here it goes
can't show every card I'm holding in my hand Cause you broke the quick giving heart of a kid And you're now coming back to a man coming back to a man by dos thank you guys so much i hope you guys have an awesome life share this podcast with people that you know that can inspire them this is the end of the podcast and i just wanted to say that um a couple things i wanted to say first off is i'm very grateful for the experience i've gone through it was it was painful it sucked but it was an experience that i got to experience number two uh the person i dated she's a wonderful woman I have a lot of respect for her, you know, I don't hold anything against her, you know, we're humans, we make mistakes at times, and that's just life, and I always wish her the best, you know, I just have the best in mind for her, and three, um, some things that really got me through, that's just towards the end I want to quickly say, guys, is um, a couple books you can read that really helped me get through it, and kept me going, one is um, by Oprah Winfrey, what I know for sure, the second one is uh, The Obstacle is Away by Ryan Holland, the third one I would recommend to read is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And the last one is Mindset. Uh, I think it's by Clark Lewis. I'm not really sure how to pronounce, how to spell the last name, but check those books out. They were really helpful and beneficial for me in the low times. But guys, have a wonderful time. Can't wait to see you guys. Can't wait to read the views and best wishes to you.